Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson. It's Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. On tonight's show, we will talk with Talia and Jeff Goodman to get us caught up on what's going on in the college basketball world. IU men's basketball lands a top 10 commit. Glenn Box headed to Miami, Ohio. IU football adding more players for 2023 and 2024. And former IU women's basketball player Grace Berger makes her debut for the Indiana Fever. We'll have our high school scoreboard update and look ahead to the week in IU athletics. So let's talk sports. And we will start with IU men's basketball getting a huge commit last Friday night in 6'8 small forward Mackenzie Mbaco from Roselle Catholic High School in Roselle, New Jersey. And Baco originally signed with Duke and requested a release from his national letter of intent. April 11th, he joins Gabe Cups, Ja'Kai Newton, as incoming freshman along with transfers Peyton Sparks, Kalel Ware, and Anthony Walker. And Baco is ranked ninth in the class of 2023 and is the 32nd McDonald's All-American to attend IU. He chose the Hoosiers over Kansas. Indiana University women's basketball assistant coach Glenn Box has been named the head coach at Miami of Ohio. Box spent the last seven seasons as assistant coach with IU women's basketball and the last four as associate head coach. The Hoosiers won over 20 games all seven seasons Box was in Bloomington, including the 2018 WNIT Championship, four NCAA tournament appearances, including two Sweet 16 and an Elite 8 appearance. Of course, the Hoosiers won the Big Ten regular season this year, and they were the number one seed for the NCAA tournament. Box was an assistant coach at St. Louis University from 2010 to 2012, along with 2014 through 16, and then he also had two seasons at Akron from 2012 to 2014. So we thank Glenn Box for his service the last seven years at IU, and best of luck to him at Miami of Ohio. Indiana University football has added three more players, two for the 2023 season, and transfers Trey Liang and JoJo Johnson, and a 2024 commit and wide receiver, Javier Etheridge from Mount Healthy High School in Cincinnati, Ohio. Liang is 6'4", 225 pounds, who played 12 games for Southern University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana in 2022, 38 total tackles, 14 for loss, and 5 sacks. He originally went to South Florida and then East Mississippi Community College. He will have two years left at IU. Johnson is 5'9", 190-pound cornerback from Merrillville, Indiana, and signed with Notre Dame out of high school, went to Iowa Western Community College, played nine games, 16 total tackles, three interceptions, and returned to kickoff for 21 yards. He should have three years left for the Hoosiers after being a redshirt sophomore a season ago. Etheridge is a 5'11", 160-pound wide receiver from Mount Healthy High School in Cincinnati who caught 41 passes for 678 yards and 7 touchdowns. On defense, he had 50 tackles, 4 pass breakups, forced a fumble, and recorded a sack. He is a third commit for the class of 2024 and cannot sign his national letter of intent until this December or next February. Former IU women's basketball player Grace Berger made her debut for the Indiana Fever in two preseason games. 
the seventh overall pick in the 2023 WNBA draft. Berger played 22 minutes, had four points, four rebounds, and two steals in an 81-56 loss at Chicago. She played six minutes and did not score in a 90-83 win over the Dallas Wings last Saturday at Gamebridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. The Fever opened the regular season this Friday night at 7 o'clock, hosting the Connecticut Sun at Gamebridge Fieldhouse in Indianapolis. High school sports time. Let's check out the high school scoreboard. In baseball, Edgewood 12-3 over Mitchell. Bloomington North 4-1 over Southport. Center Grove 11-1 over Bloomington South. Owen Valley 3-2 over Edgewood. Bloomington North 8-0 over Eastern Green. Bloomington South 6-5 over Columbus North. Edgewood 8-0 over Cloverdale. Martinsville 8-4 over Bloomington South. Edgewood 8-2 over Shackamack. Bloomington North 12-5 over Mount Vernon Fortville. Bloomington South takes care of Lawrence North in a doubleheader 11-6 and 10-0 in five innings. And Carmel over Bloomington North 8-5. In softball, Bloomington North 7-3 over Southport. Columbus North 7-1 in eight innings over Bloomington South. Edgewood 7-6 over Owen Valley. Mitchell 6-4 over Bloomington South. Bloomington North 12-0 over Terre Haute North. Edgewood 19-0 over Cloverdale. Brown County 10-9 over Bloomington North. Bloomington South 6-0 over North Davies. Edgewood 8-3 over Clay City. Bloomington North 10-0 over Bloomfield in five innings, and Bedford North Lawrence beats Edgewood 7-3. In girls track and field, Edgewood wins the Western Indiana Conference meet with 158 points. Bloomington South wins the Bloomington North Twilight meet with 134 points. Bloomington North second with 123. In boys track and field, Bloomington North wins its own Twilight meet with 148 points. Bloomington South second with 106. Edgewood third at the Western Indiana Conference meet with 67 points. In girls tennis, Edgewood 4-1 over Martinsville. Bloomington South 5-0 over Edgewood. Bloomington North 5-0 over Greenwood. Center Grove 4-1 over Bloomington South. Ligoti 3-2 over Edgewood. And Bloomington North 5-0 over Martinsville. In boys golf, Monrovia beats Edgewood 169-170. Bloomington South 308. Bedford North Lawrence 336. Bloomington North and Columbus North were tied at 3:03. The Cougars beat the Bulldogs on the fifth score tiebreaker. Edgewood third at the West Indiana Conference meet with a score of 3:42. Bloomington South eighth. Bloomington North ninth at the Brownsburg Invitational. That is a look at your local high school scoreboard. We come back. We will talk with Talia and Jeff Goodman to get us caught up on everything going on in college basketball. This talking sports with Nick Jengeson on the South Central Indiana News Network. Are you spending more time at home these days? If so, then you'll want to consider having your carpets professionally cleaned. Brothers Carpet Cleaning has been the region's premier cleaner for nearly a decade. Their truck-mounted systems are the most effective to remove bacteria, allergens, and pet dander. Brothers Carpet Cleaning will professionally clean your carpet, tile, upholstery, and wood. When it has to be clean, call Brothers Carpet Cleaning. Online at carpetcleaningbrothers.com. I'm injury attorney Matt Lloyd. With an injury claim, don't leave cash on the table by not realizing all the Indiana laws that can help you. The insurance company won't tell you about them, but call me for a free consultation to learn all the important steps to get the best settlement. Call or text 812-333-MATT or go online to myinjurycase.com. 
Let's join forces and fight for a settlement that makes sense for you. 812-333-MAT. Hi, this is Tyler Smith, girls basketball coach at Crawfordsville High School and editor for IndieSportsLegends.com. And I listen to Talkin' Sports on the South Central Indiana News Network. Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. It is time to welcome in my guest. She finished her first year in the IU Media School covering all things Hoosiers for the Hoosier Network. He's been a longtime college basketball analyst, works at Stadium. They are daughter and dad, Jeff and Talia Goodman. Jeff, Talia, pleasure to have you all. Thanks for taking the time to join me. Glad to do it. It's been fun working with you last year, so happy to be on. Yeah, good to see you again, Nick, and uh, I got to get back out to Bloomington so we can grab a meal in person, right? Absolutely. That sounds like a plan. You know, Jeff, as they talk about in college basketball, there are freshman sensations. I think your daughter is definitely one in the media school from the time she arrived on campus to the time she went home for the summer covered 31 games, covered women's soccer, field hockey, hockey, women's basketball, baseball, not to mention men's basketball. I'm sure when she made the choice to come to IU, I'm sure you were thrilled to see her go, but living in Boston a little bit far away to keep an eye on her. Yeah, I personally, I would have, you know, she's our only, so I would have liked her a little bit closer to home where I could get in my car and just drive and see her. But man, Bloomington, Love the campus, love the school, love the, the sports media program. Uh, Galen has been a, a godsend. Um, how good, not only he's been for Talia, but for all these kids. You know, I didn't have that. When I went to Arizona, I didn't really have any of these choices. And, and I don't think a lot of the kids these days understand how, how good they have it, especially in Indiana, with the program, what they offer, the Big Ten Network Plus, what the off, you know the offerings are there. There's just so much you can do if you're active and assertive. You know, again, she, she's been that. She's needed a kick in the, in the butt a little bit for me over the course of the year. But for the most part, she's been pretty good. And listen, I can't argue. When I look at her GPA, Nick, compared to mine, freshman year at Arizona, I, I'm not going to lie. It's um, it's close to double. So I, it's not good. It's it, I mean, it is good for her, not for me, not for me. Well, I do remember you telling me when you were here in town that she did a lot more than you ever did your freshman year, and you were hanging out at the pool in Arizona getting a tan. A really good tan, and it was really good at basketball because I was playing a lot of pickup then. So, Talia, of course, you chose IU over a couple other schools. What made you decide that IU was the place for you? And obviously, being from the Northeast, you know, coming to a basketball school, I, I'm sure you just your first year just flew by here. Yeah, it totally did. I think for me, there were a lot of different factors that went into it. One was I knew I wanted a really big school. I went to a small private high school, so I knew I wanted like a big school with big sports. I never had that in high school or growing up really at all. So that was the main part. And then the sports media program is insane. When I met Galen, that was like one of the tipping points. And then he introduced me to, she was a senior at the time there, Gracie Barra, who is still like one of my role models. She's amazing. And I met her and she really convinced me to come, and, and I've still talked to her since, even now that she's graduated. I see her on Twitter. She's doing great big things down in Mississippi, covering Mississippi State basketball. Jeff, I know you don't follow women's basketball as much, but because Talia covers the Hoosier ladies, 
you've been following him a lot this year and you got to see him against Michigan. What were your impressions of what IU women's basketball has done in the last couple of years? So I just love the way they played this year. You watch so many men's teams, which I do, and a little bit of women's basketball, but not a ton over the years. I've seen UConn women being in Boston. I've covered them a bunch over the years and, you know, saw Iowa play UConn earlier this year in Portland. But watching this team, there's just something about them. They play the right way, number one. They're so well coached and they're so bought into kind of what they do, their roles and team. And again, like, honestly, I came out at the end of the year to watch a game and I really came out for the women's team. I changed my whole trip. So I come out to watch the women's team, and it was more fun for me to watch the women's team than it was the men's team. I felt more connected to the women's team. Maybe it's because Talia covers them, but honestly, I think it's just the way they play the game the right way and, and give Coach Morin a ton of credit and her staff for that because, again, those kids, just they just they epitomize the right way to play, making the right decisions. Again, not playing for themselves, not playing, you know, me ball, but playing we ball. Right. And even off the court, just like recruiting yeah. the right yes. kids. Two incoming Miss basketballs coming in next year. And Jules Lamandola from Texas, Lene Beaumont from Illinois. They've got a, a kid for 24 right up the road here from Bloomington and Faith Wiseman, who I've got to see several times and is a good player. Talia, of course, Glenn Box just left to go to Miami of Ohio, one of Coach Morin's assistants. What do you think of that move? And what are you hearing as a possible replacement as an assistant? I think of that move, it's great for him. I think obviously what happened at Miami, Ohio, they needed a new coach. And I think he he was a great option for them. He's been really helpful for the Hoosiers. And I think he'll do a great job there. Love him as a guy too. And then a high character guy. High character. So they needed somebody yes, like that I mean, at Miami, the Ohio. Is. The whole staff yeah. at Indiana are just high character. I've known Rhett. So I've known Rhett since he was a, a men's coach at Evansville years ago. So that's kind of my other connection to the women's team. And I think part of it is always, right, how people treat your daughter, like for me. And again, Rhett, the whole staff, Rhett, Glenn, Terry, the players, they've all just been really good. And that's like, that's all you want. That's all you want, to be honest, as a father is like of a freshman. You want to know that, that again, your daughter is being treated well. And you want to know that she's doing her job the right way too, right? You Somebody, if she's not doing something the way she should be doing it, I want right. somebody to be That's able to call her out for it. We definitely all have to keep each other in check. Of course, Tally, you got to cover the NCAA tournament. We sat next to each other during the Tennessee Tech and Miami-Oklahoma State games. You got the opportunity to talk with Haley and Hannah Cavender, the famous Cavender twins of Miami, a couple short interviews. I know talking to you, that was a great experience. The NIL thing, obviously, they're the face of it. And you just ask them flat out how they felt about the whole deal, being the faces of it. Yeah, they were very open about how they felt. And, you know, they did a great job this year. I think that was a good way for them to end it, make it further than they've ever made it and and perform well. And I'm excited to see what they end up doing with the WWE in the future. Are they going to be like, they're going to be like a tag team? Yeah. That's well, what they are? Originally on a podcast, I think it was Haley said she was planning on staying and Hannah was like, I'm right. done. Yeah. Right. And then apparently they both decided, you know, we're package deal. It was a better opportunity, I guess. So off to, off to more, the WWE. More of this, Nick. More of this. Well, they're they're definitely set for life. And, and to follow up on what Talia said, 
Haley wanted to stay, but Hannah was ready to go. And Haley's like, I'm not going to do it without my twin. So, you know, obviously they've got a lot of things set in the future. Jeff, give me your top five arenas in college basketball. And I'm sure that Simon Scott Assembly Hall has got to be on that list. I think I have to put it at number one, just so you know. (laughs) I don't even ask. Kansas and Duke are, are, to me, Kansas is one. Like, that's one for me. I get chills every time I walk up. Just because, again, the the game was invented there. The way that the arena is built, it's kind of straight up. They're always really good, always, since I've been covering the sport. Duke would be a close second, and largely because of where we sit. So most places, as you know, Nick, like over the years, they've moved the media up. We used to sit right at the, the the bottom, you know, but but now they've moved us up in pretty much every arena. Well, at Duke, we still sit right there, right middle. The students are on top of us. So I learned this years ago. I remember wearing like a brown sport coat years ago to a game. And coming out of it in the brown sport coat was completely blue because of the paint is literally there on top of you. You can't you can't even get to your seat and they're they're on you. So the paint gets all over you, the blue paint from their face, whatever. Did you wear blue on the next? Time? So now I wear blue every time I wear blue every single time. Those two are, are really close. And then I would say and this is kind of a recency bias. Texas Tech has been incredible the last few years. Now, I'm not sure in the best you. way. They hate me. but. Nonetheless, their fans are, are insane, and they have it. Here's what they have that, like, an Indiana doesn't and other places in the Midwest, and, and well, it's warm. So, you know, the day before the game and, and leading up into the game, they have beer trucks, they have food trucks outside, they have huge big-screen TVs that, that they, stay, they sleep overnight in tents, and they'll watch whatever games are on the night before on the big screen. They also try to get me to chug a, a shotgun of beer. From a from a platform. This is when they like me. Luckily, I didn't do it because it yeah. probably would have been ugly, Nick. I would say Indiana is somewhere in the top five-ish. I'd say they would be higher if the student section was moved around a little bit so it wasn't all spread out on the balcony and everything. They got to do something about that. If everyone was down on that main level, it would be rocking in there. Trust me, as someone who's gone the game since I was a, a kid it it rocks but i think you're right they definitely would have to do something with the student section we're going to take a quick break when we come back more with talia and jeff goodman after this quick time out this talking sports with nick jenkins on the south central indiana news network this is danny with weathervane insurance solutions not only is it especially important for our economy to support local businesses these days but as your local independent insurance agency Weathervane Insurance can shop you around with dozens of carriers to ensure you receive the most competitive price and, of course, the best customer service. Find us on the web at weathervaneonline.com. That's weathervaneonline.com. Are you concerned about your life insurance coverage during these uncertain times in history? I'm Adam Beasley with American Senior Benefits right here in Bloomington, and we can help you find the best coverage for you and your family. We work for you to find the best plan out of more than 150 companies. We can compare your existing coverage or start a brand new plan. From newborn to 89 years old, from term to permanent, we'll find what's best for you. Call us at American Senior Benefits, 812-631-2305. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Dylan Wallace, sports editor at the Seymour Tribune, and I listen to Talking Sports on the South Central Indiana News Network. 
Welcome back to Talking Sports with Nick Jenkinson on the South Central Indiana News Network. My guests, Talia and Jeff Goodman, of course. Talia, who's your network? IU Media School. Jeff, longtime basketball analyst working for Stadium. Where you're talking about Simon Scott Assembly Hall. Jeff, of course, you were out visiting a couple times this year, and one of the games you got to come to was the IU Illinois men's game. And you two now getting to do things together with Talia being in the media school, you got to give get the scoop on Trace Jackson Davis telling you that he was going to leave after this year. Of course, I don't think anybody was surprised, but just kind of go into how that came about where he just revealed to you all afterward that he was going to go. You know, I, I think the key for me always with breaking news is is relationships and making people comfortable with you, right? So that they they feel comfortable they're not on guard because it's hard now, right? A lot of people don't trust the media, and rightfully so. It's not like I knew Trace so, so well, but it's understanding that I'm never going to put somebody, especially a kid, always college kids. Now it's a little bit different because some are making more money than I am, but um, they're, they're, they're college kids. They're college kids. You want to protect college kids. You know, it's something I've said over and over about Hunter Dickinson lately and the podcast he's done. Podcasts should be protecting these college kids not putting in positions where it's hurting them and potentially their NBA draft stock. So, you know, I didn't know what Trace was going to say, but, you know, you can never be afraid. And, and this is something I kind of try to tell Tall is never be afraid to ask the question. Now it, it's how you ask it sometimes. And I think even with that case, yeah. it was how I asked that right. question. I didn't ask him like, are you come? I don't, right. right? I don't even remember how I asked them, but it wasn't, are you coming back almost, next year? Almost like joking with you. Yeah. Like, yeah, you just make them comfortable. You have you have to, and you got to loosen them up before you ask a tough question. You never want to start, um, you know, with a, a hard hitting one right out of the gate. You want to start by kind of getting them comfortable with you, get, you know, throwing a couple easy ones their way. So, you know, again, it's just, listen, I've done this a long, long time. So I kind of know how to go about it a lot of times. But again, there's there's plenty of interviews where I get done with it and I'm like, man, I was bad in that one. And and part of it is just being prepared, Nick. Being prepared is 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 huge. I can think on my feet at this this point in my career, I'm pretty good about being able to BS, but like trying to tell tell you, like be overly prepared. Have, when you're doing sideline, have way too much. And that's what I always had. Have too much. You're not going to use most of it, but you know what? Be be overly prepared because you'll have the, you'll be doing the baseball team again next year. You'll have all this info still on some of these kids that are coming back. Dahlia, what's the biggest thing that you've taken away so far from your first year of covering IU? Covering women's basketball was such a new experience for me, and it was the best thing that could have happened for me this year. Like, I was never exposed to women's sports all that much. It was always men's college basketball, which you were like negative. You were kind of negative on women's sports. You basketball. It's because of you. It all comes from you. I wasn't negative. I just didn't (laughs) cover it. I didn't know what, you know what it was. You know what it was? It was that again, it's a different game. It is. It's a very different game, but in a way, think a better game in a way it is. It's more pure. It's it, there's more skill. I love the quarters. Rather Love that. Anyways, back to this. I just think it was the best thing that could have happened for me this year. The relationships I was able to build with people. I love everyone on this team. And it's so cool. Just like at the end of the year, I would like go to Starbucks before my 945 a.m. class, like every Tuesday and Thursday. And Mackenzie Holmes would just be in there getting a coffee and we'd be able to talk. And it's just like cool to be able to see them around campus where I feel like you don't necessarily 
have that as much. Like I didn't see anyone on the men's basketball team in Starbucks this year. So I think it's just really They, they probably cool. have like, people bringing them Starbucks. Exactly. I think it's just given me a whole new appreciation for the game. And I think they really appreciate the coverage, which is really, really nice to see. I know that you two go back and forth a lot on Twitter. You've had bets because, of course, Indiana played Arizona and Talia lost that bet. But <laughs> overall, just Jeff, I mean, obviously seeing her be as successful as she's done in her first year, getting to, to see her do what she's been able to accomplish. You guys got to go to the Final Four together. I, I'm sure it's just a dream come true to see you guys, not only father and daughter, but now working together at times. No, it's a blast. Listen, you know, again, anytime I can cover an event with, with Tal, it's like the best to me. It is. It's, it's, I, I get emotional. Like I think people saw, you know, we took pictures after the the final four, she was helping out there, you know, the, the sports information department there and, uh, and helping out and running quotes and stats and all that. And she also did a one day seminar that Malcolm Moran puts together in which Dan O'Neill and Pat Forty and who else spoke? Brennan Quinn. Brennan Quinn, who's awesome. So she she got a lot done there, which was nice. But for me, it was just like, man, you know, you gotta you gotta understand, Nick, this is a girl that didn't like sports until yeah. she was about 13, 14 years old. Didn't like sports. Kind of hated them actually. Right. <laughs> but I think and, it was just despite him. Well I think it was a lot of like I was away a ton. Yeah. Because of sports. So you know, we would do other things together. We would go, you know, I'd go Musical, theater and concerts. musicals and take her to Niagara Falls. So we did a lot of stuff, the two of us. But our relationship has definitely changed a lot over the last few years. Now I just got to teach her a little bit more about baseball, Nick. Because, yeah. you know, baseball is not one of those sports that kids, like when I was younger, when probably, I don't know how old you are, Nick, but you're not my age, but you're. you're older you're, than me. Yeah, you're older, than, you're older than Talia. So kids aren't generally, you know, that into baseball. I grew up around baseball. So some people are, it's just, I'm yeah. trying. I'm, yeah. It's, it's watching it on TV is a little bit. I love watching Indiana baseball when I'm there in person, I'm locked in, but I don't know how much I can sit down and watch it on TV. What made you finally get over your non-love of sports to, to do what you're doing now? I think so during the pandemic, well, it started a little bit before the pandemic, but really during the pandemic, I started doing this. I made an Instagram account called Good Sports Media, and I started interviewing all of these people that like, I didn't know a whole lot about, but just I've always loved learning other people's stories and being able to tell them. And I think that was how it started. It's almost another form of like theater and being on a stage in a different way. And then, you know, getting these amazing opportunities to meet people just made me realize how much I wanted to tell their stories. And then I just really started enjoying the sports themselves. And I love it. Like hockey is probably the best thing that happened to me. It was getting into hockey because that really like catapulted me into the world of sports. And now I don't think there's a sport that I dislike at all. So it's really fun. One of your projects was you came up with a list of people for the women's basketball transfer portal there's of course the men's list that we see all the time but you and amanda foster came up with the women's list what made you guys decide to do that list i know that's a lot of work because the transfer portal is just out of hand but it's something that was needed and you guys have done a great job in handling it yeah to be honest i couldn't find one i was looking for a women's basketball transfer list i think honestly when the Indiana players went in the portal, I was looking for it and I couldn't find anything at all online. And maybe that was just like me not being able to find it, but I really just couldn't see anything. So I was like, well, I wonder if I could do it myself. And like you said, it took 
oh my God, so many hours. It's still taking me hours a day to keep updating and updating, but I've had so much great feedback from coaches and players and people in the portal and just fans saying like, this was a much needed thing to to have like this comprehensive list of just something to keep track of like he does for the men. Now, one thing I've seen this week, of course, I follow you both on Twitter, Jeff at Goodman Hoops, Talia at Goodman Sport. Talia, of course, you've broke the news that IU women's basketball was going to the reserve seat option, which they've announced yesterday, and that the women's basketball team is, uh, of course, not official yet, but through a source, they're headed to Greece. So you've also broke the news about other teams and Jeff as well on men's teams going overseas. So as Jeff said, the summer doesn't seem to stop, does it? (laughs) No, there's no off season, really. (laughs) Yeah, she sees it now, you know, now she gets it because she's in it. You know, before she didn't really know what the hell I did. I didn't understand. I don't don't think she thought I worked. I think she thought I just, I sat on the phone and went to games. And it's funny, like, I remember, was it last year when we were in Chicago? Which one? I don't know. There was one day. Yeah, at the Elite Eight. Yeah, at the Elite Eight, we were there all day. It was literally an all-day deal. And, and, you know, even when we go to the Final Four, and I took her to a couple of the – um. The oh functions, God, the late night, tired. you know, functions with all the coaches there. And she just sees like the other side of it and yeah. what, what it takes, like from a network. Oh my God. I can't like, I'm a social person and that wore me out after an hour of being at those. Like, I love it. And I love talking to people and meeting people, but like, that's tough. Yeah. Those all day things are really a, a grinder. We only have a minute left. Uh, Jeff, I know you're with the field of 68 podcast. They just launched a new event with Florida Atlantic, Charleston, and Liberty getting to play a three-year round-robin deal. I, I'm sure that makes you all excited. Yeah, it'll be fun. I mean, again, FAU's top 10 preseason. Now we just got to get an event where uh, IU's in. You know, we got to get something with Field of 68 in, in Indiana. It's going to be – listen, I want to get your take before we go on what you think of this year's team. Now, you know, you got Kellel Ware. You got Renew back, Peyton Sparks, Anthony Walker. That's a lot of bigs. Obviously, the big news was X getting his extra year. That was huge because I don't know what the heck they do without X right now at the point guard spot. But how worried are you right now just still about the shooting? I still am am concerned, and I think they they desperately need one more shooter. Definitely think they've got to go with a a, a guard for sure. Of course, we're hoping for big news with uh, McKenzie and Baco. It's either IU or Kansas. But I definitely think a guard would would be another help for sure. Somebody that can come in here and shoot the ball. I know there's several guys out there still in the portal, so we'll just see what happens. But Talia, Jeff, I thank you very much for the time. Congratulations on everything you do. And Talia, I'll see you when you get back to school in August. Jeff, when you come out to another basketball game, we'll we'll see you soon. And I thank you guys for the time. I really appreciate it. No, thanks. Thanks for having us on, Nick. We really appreciate it. And, uh, We'll see you, uh, yeah, in August. Have a good summer. My thanks to Talia and Jeff Goodman for being my guests this week. And IU Sports Men's Golf is at the NCAA Regional in Auburn, Alabama, as the second round continues tomorrow and the final round is on Wednesday. Baseball hosts Evansville tomorrow at 6 o'clock on the Big Ten Network and then plays Michigan State in the final regular season series 
Thursday at 6 on BTN Plus, Friday at 6 on BTN Plus, and Saturday at 1 o'clock again. Those games are in East Lansing, Michigan next week. Thank you for joining us, and thanks to our sponsors. On behalf of the entire team here at the South Central Indiana News Network, my name is Nick Jenkinson. Join us throughout the week on social media and every Monday night right here for more Talking Sports. was a production of the South Central Indiana News Network.